Welcome to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast, a podcast about helping youth workers win. So whether you are the youth pastor, an amazing volunteer, or even a dedicated small group leader, this podcast is for you. Each week, you'll hear the best tips when it comes to youth ministry. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And here's your host, Anthony Vargas. Welcome back, everybody, to another quick episode on the Youth Pastor Tips podcast. And today we are going to be talking about parents in your ministry. But before we get to that, I just want to say a quick congrats to Peyton Coker, uh, being the winner on the recent giveaway that we had on the Instagram. And for everybody else that entered, there will be more opportunities to come. I promise you that. Uh, So for those of you who do not know yet, my wife and I, we publicly announced today that we're having a baby and we're just so excited about the baby, which is due in September. And I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for your love and your support, your texts, your DMs. Um, We received so much uh, kind, just encouragement today, and we're just excited for, you know, the new journey to come. I really feel as if youth ministry has taught me so much about parenting as I've gotten to partner along with some of the best parents that that I know. Um, And speaking of parents, I just want to jump into an episode where I can share my thoughts on parents and ministry. And I want to share with you just quickly four tips when it comes to parents in your ministry. So the first tip is simple to communicate well. And each tip begins with a C. You know, I love to alliterate. So the first one is communicate well. And I want you to think about this just for a moment. Every relationship starts here. You are privileged with being the spiritual leader for every student in your ministry. And if parents are entrusting you to that, it is imperative that we communicate well with them. I mean, think about all the avenues that we are able to communicate with our parents, whether it's emails, texts, calls, parent meetings, social media, whatever else you use to communicate. There's so many avenues. But the question is, how well are we doing in those areas? And here's the question we must ask in regard to that question when it comes to measuring our status of communication. It's how consistent are we? Are we consistent in our parent meetings, our emails, our phone calls, and even our social media posts? If we are to lead a ministry filled with teenagers that parents entrust us to, then we must communicate well with the guardians of these teenagers because when we do, we build their trust. And trust from parents is crucial as we minister to their entire family. So I want to encourage you, youth pastor, communicate well. Number two is to celebrate their teenager's growth. Anytime that you can brag to a parent on what their kid is doing right, be sure to do it. Whether it's in the form of a text or if you tell them in uh, person, parents want to know that their kids are doing right. And here's why. Because at home, parents see their child do good and the bad, but mostly the bad, right? So anytime we can encourage a parent that their kid is actually getting it right outside their home, make sure to do so because that's what they want to know. One time I told a parent what their child said at discipleship, and it was a simple statement that this eighth grader said. He said that without God in my life, 
my life wouldn't make sense. And that small statement just proved that he is beginning to own his faith. And I shared that with his mom and dad, and they were so grateful and even opened up that it means so much that their parenting and investing, which seems like it's not working, has been noticed. And even if they don't even see the fruit and the growth behind the deadbolt, they know that uh, their child is actually starting to begin to live out their faith. And that meant the world to them that I shared that with them. So please, for the sake of the parents who go through blood, sweat, and tears on a daily basis, be intentional with encouraging them about their child. Tip number three, we got two more left, is to create ways for them to get involved. Now, parents already know how to deal with teenagers, right? So why not recruit them to get them involved in your ministry? Whether it's at a one-time event or a weekly basis, cast the vision to them, telling them that they can change and make a difference in a teenager's life, and then ask them for help so that they can move the needle forward in your ministry with teenagers. And there's plenty of opportunities to do that, right? And they can get involved in numerous ways, whether it's checking students in, serving food, being decision counselors, small group leaders, van drivers, leading games, welcoming new guests and parents, or just making the goal of giving every student there a high five. Whatever it is, you can find a parent to do something and be involved in a major way. And there's tons of opportunities for you to truly think about that you can get parents involved in. And when you get these parents involved, I promise you this, they will make such a difference and an impact in your ministry for the glory of God that your ministry will be better with them. So get them involved. Create ways for them to get involved. And tip number four, the last tip, is to cover them with prayer. Prayer is uh, vital. 1 Thessalonians 5.17, I mean, it says to pray constantly. Romans 12 teaches to be persistent in prayer. One of the biggest prayers we can have in our ministry is prayers towards parents. Because parents have the responsibility to disciple their students. And we should be their biggest prayer warrior as they do so. If we really want to see our students begin to live a life of faith and discipleship lived out, We must pray. Parents need to experience the power of God in their life first before they can impact their spiritual state of their teenager. So find margin in your days, whether it's driving to work or playing golf. Just begin to find margin and pray for your parents. And let them know next time you see them that you're covering them in prayer. Um, Because I believe that we need to ask God to do something in our parents' worlds before we can see that change happen in our teenagers' worlds. So that's the four tips. Uh, Quickly, I just want to review. It's to communicate well. Just be consistent with all your communications. It's to celebrate the teenagers' growth. So talk to them about the wins that you're seeing in the teenagers' life. It's to create ways for them to get involved. Invite them to come to your midweek or Sunday morning or your next big event to actually help out with that. And lastly, cover them with prayer. And maybe you want to start a prayer journal just with the names of some of your closest parents. 
Okay, that covers today's tips. Again, if you are finding these helpful, please take the time out to rate and review as we are a couple of ratings away from 50. And that's a huge deal as it's easier for other youth pastors to find this podcast. And if you, if you ever need any resources or you just want to chat youth ministry, be sure to hit up my email, anthony at youthpastortips.com. I would love to set up a Zoom with you, talk about what's working in your ministry, what's not, what do you need help with. Um, you can also DM me at my Instagram, youthpastortips. Anyways, I love you guys. This has been fun. Never forget, you're awesome. Thanks for joining us this week on the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast. Make sure to visit our website at youthpastortips.com and also be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply share with another youth pastor about the show, that would help tremendously. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast and we'll see you next week.